Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine that you have to go for some surgery. And so you turn up at the doctor's office and you're a little bit nervous as you wait for your name to be called. And you're standing in a long line of people needing help. How would you feel if your turn comes round and you walk into the doctor's office and you discover that the place is filthy? In fact, you see that there is a bed for patients to sit on for examination and you can see a person's blood still on it. And now the doctor says to you to climb up on the bed. And he walks towards you with a rusty knife. Now this might sound like something out of a horror movie, but just wait. Imagine then that you do let the doctor work on you and there's barely any pain. And when you leave the surgery that day, you notice other patients who, like you, have just been operated on in the most unhygienic way. And yet... They are hugging one another and laughing with happiness because whatever he did worked. You are well. I'm Peter Laws, and tonight we take a look into our curious past and the strange, mysterious case of Zay Ahigo, a man with no medical training whatsoever who claimed that the source of his medical skill came from beyond the grave. This is the story of Zay Ahigo, the psychic surgeon of Brazil. Zé Ahigo was not his real name. His birth name was José Pedro de Freitas, and he was born in his father's farmhouse in Congonhas in Brazil. The date was October 18, 1918. His family was large with about eight other children, and this put serious financial demands on the parents. In earlier years, this wouldn't have been quite a problem because Zé's father had been prosperous and had owned a bit of land. But by the time Zé was born, that business had crumbled. And so Zay talked about being born into poverty, which brought hardship and danger. He wrote this of his upbringing. I used to sleep on piles of banana leaves or against the leather of a pack saddle. But that was when the pumas weren't nosing around. For then I used to sleep in the forks of trees with my arms around the trunk, just like a monkey and trembling with fear. Life was challenging for Ahigo. And though he worked hard on manual labor jobs, things were still a struggle. He said, I looked after cattle, led a troop of donkeys or an ox cart, and I only left my father's house to get married. I was 21, and all I had in this world was a cheap three-piece striped suit. Most of his brothers went on to further their education, but to many observers, Ahigo didn't have anything going for him at all. He couldn't even read or write. In fact, that's why people started to nickname him Ahigo, because that word means country bumpkin. 
Indeed, he never seemed to lose his peasant accent throughout his life. He was rough and unsophisticated, and some may even say he had very little offer the world. And yet, a ego would surprise them all. His life became remarkable, and much of what we know about it came from a book from 1974 called Ahigo, Surgeon of the Rusty Knife by John Fuller. He said he had interviewed many people who had encountered Ahigo's strange talent, and there were plenty around to back up the claims. The strangeness started in his early 30s, because that's when Ahigo began to have visions. They began at night, the visions. He'd be trying to sleep when he would hear a mysterious voice, and yet when he woke up, Ahigo would look around and see nobody there. But then soon, this voice took on a shape. Ahigo began to see the figure of a stout, bald man in his bedroom, standing in front of him in a kind of swirling mist. And this spectral man was dressed in a very particular way. He wore a medical gown, And as the nights went on, Ahigo would see this man before him doing things, carrying out medical procedures, and even consulting with other doctors. This was baffling, and yet, night after night, Ahigo claimed to see this figure of this doctor carrying out healing work. Then, the strange apparition revealed its identity. It, or rather he, said that his name was Dr. Adolf Fritz, and he said that he was a German army surgeon who had died during the First World War. He claimed to have succumbed to wounds inflicted by an explosion from a grenade. Now, understandably, Ahigo was totally freaked out by these visions, and he consulted a doctor who said there was nothing physically wrong with him. And so he went to see a priest who even tried something like an exorcism on him. But the visions continued. And the more Ahigo saw this man, the more he sensed a change in himself. Rather than be terrified of Dr. Fritz, he said that he began to wonder, could he heal other people in the same way as this doctor was clearly doing it in these visions? And so he started to experiment with giving out medical advice. For example, he approached a friend who usually walked with crutches and told that friend that it was time he ditched them. Now, for some reason, the friend was persuaded to drop them by his side. But to his own surprise he could actually walk without them. But something happened in 1950 which really set Ahigo on his new medical path. You see, he was helping out with an election campaign for a senator called Carlo Alberto Lucio Bittencourt. And Bittencourt was suffering from lung cancer at the time. At one point, the two men were staying in the same hotel when Bittencourt got the shock of his life in the middle of the night. He'd been struggling to sleep when he suddenly noticed his hotel door opening, and through it walked Ahigo. He had a glazed, vacant look on his face, and he had something in his hand. It was a razor. Now, Bittencourt started to ask him, what the hell are you doing? And Ahigo replied, but in a strong German accent, saying that it was time to operate. Bittencourt then passed out. Perhaps he fainted in shock. I think I may well have done that. But when he woke up later, he found that his nightshirt had been cut open and there was blood on it. And there was a small, neat incision on his back. 
worried, Bittencourt called for his doctor to examine him, and the doctor had a look and was astonished. He said, the tumor has clearly been removed. And he said that it's been done using a technique that wasn't common in Brazil. So he asked Bittencourt, have you been getting operated on in America when you visited there? But the politician was dumbfounded. The only person to have possibly worked on him was Ahiko in the hotel room. Now, his doctor confirmed that he was cancer-free. The tumor was out. Bittencourt was a well-known politician at the time in Brazil. But he was so amazed by this incident that he talked about it publicly. And it was this that catapulted Ahigo into national fame. Now the people of Brazil who had medical conditions were flocking to see Ahigo to see if he could help them. The demand became so high that Ahigo stopped working full-time and did a part-time job instead so that he would have extra time to see all of these eager patients. This so-called country bumpkin set up a consulting room with a rickety old table and a chair, and he started to invite people for a medical consultation. And these people were astonished that, sure enough, Ahigo was able to diagnose their issues, but also offer treatment for their illnesses. Now, bear in mind, he was performing these procedures not in a fully equipped operating theater, but in a dirty little consulting room. In fact, he was said to have used a scalpel and a very basic knife, one of which he rarely cleaned, and witnesses said it even had a little bit of rust on it. And yet, these early willing patients either did not understand the need for medical hygiene, or there was something about a Higa that made them trust him. Perhaps they just put stock in the public praise that came from the politician Bittencourt. Whatever the case, they willingly allowed this non-doctor to take that rusty blade and cut them open. Eventually, up to 1,500 people were flocking every day to his makeshift surgery in the Jesus of Nazareth Spiritual Center in Brazil. More politicians and their relatives were starting to come to him for help. Army generals and police chiefs and journalists It's even said that a popular singer at the time called Roberto Carlos brought his baby to Ahigo. He'd been told by European specialist doctors that the glaucoma that the baby had was incurable. And yet after just a few days in Ahigo's care, Ahigo's unorthodox medical interventions worked and the baby was cured. Once again, this shot his name into the national consciousness through the newspapers. And by the mid-1950s, the medical establishment had grown understandably concerned about this rogue, unqualified doctor at work. And so they came to the centre to observe him. Doctors were dispatched from Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo University, as well as the Medical Academy of Minas Gerais. And what these doctors observed was astonishing and weird. They said that Zay had a very particular routine. He would get up every morning at 6am and then he'd head down to the spiritualist centre where he would find a long line of eager patients waiting to see him. And he would speak to them in a little waiting room, but the hopefuls would hear him in his usual self, a rough and ready Brazilian with an accent and manner that spoke of his lack of sophistication, education and wealth. But then he would tell the patients to step outside for a moment while he prepared for his workday. But this was not him washing his hands or slipping into hospital scrubs. No, when the patients came back to greet him, he would suddenly be speaking Portuguese, but in a German accent. 
Indeed, it was even reported that people who tried to speak to him in German were able to have an actual conversation with him. It was almost as if Dr. Adolf Fritz, this figure he had seen in these visions, had temporarily taken over the body of Ahigo. Now, as wild as this is, the doctors from the universities were watching this with a sense of bafflement and grave concern. And they observed Dr. Fritz performing actual procedures with his little knife. And the doctors were worried this, surely there must be a string of complaints and infections from previous patients. And yet, despite their efforts, they could not find any who complained of infection. People were adamant that they had been healed by this strange surgeon who couldn't even read or write. They couldn't even blame Ahigo for exploiting people for money, because he never charged for his services throughout his medical, quote, career. Still, the Brazilian Medical Association just could not allow this unqualified man from basically cutting up the locals. But what's more, the Catholic Church in Brazil were not impressed by this healing work. They suggested that God could not heal people through the disembodied spirits of dead doctors that didn't really fit with the church pattern of healing, and so they labeled this as witchcraft. So the Medical Association pressed charges against him for practicing medicine without a license. He was, they said, a charlatan. This case hit the headlines, and all the newspapers of Brazil covered the story. At the trial, it was confirmed that Ahigo had performed operations on literally thousands of Brazilians. And yes, it was also confirmed that he'd used a rusty scalpel and knife to operate. And Ahigo is said to have just stood at the witness stand and told the court what he believed was happening, no more and no less. He said that though he was on trial, it wasn't actually him carrying out the procedures. It was the spirit of Dr. Adolf Fritz, who had somehow found that death was no barrier to his medical career. The court was understandably reluctant and skeptical with this supernatural angle, but they still had a whole host of healed people. And so they wondered, could there actually be a Dr. Fritz out there, perhaps switching with a Higo in the surgery, some sort of um, trick? The court tried to track down this German doctor to see perhaps if he was the one who should be on the stand, and yet no Dr. Fritz could be found. Since there was no other person to prosecute, the sentence fell on the only man who appeared to have ever been in that little room, Ahigo himself. And in 1957, he was sentenced to 15 months in prison, but that was reduced to eight. When the word got out, by the way, that he was sentenced, there was uproar, because despite his bizarre methods, many saw Ahigo as a blessing, not a con man, certainly not as a witch or a devil especially his poor patients who were so grateful to be able to get medical help without having to spend money on it, money that they didn't have. There are stories that the marshals of the courtroom on that day were so on the side of Ahigo that they refused to walk him to the prison, and it's said that he dutifully accepted his sentence and walked to the prison himself. It's also said that the prison warden refused to admit him to the jail because he felt the sentence was unfair, but Ahigo was insistent. The court had spoken, and he had to do his time, so they let him in. Yet they refused to lock the door of his cell. Whether all this stuff is real or part of a legend, you know, I don't know, but it certainly appears that in the prison, this did not stop Ahigo carrying out his strange medical work. He started to perform surgery on the prison guards and the inmates. People started to form long lines outside the doors of the prison every morning in the early hours. 
According to multiple sources, it was the former president of Brazil, Juscelino Kubitschek, who became aware of Ahigo's imprisonment, and he intervened. He did so because he was a supporter of Ahigo, because his daughter had went to him in the past with a kidney problem and was made well again. He argued that Ahigo should be released, and so, before completing his sentence, he was given full freedom, and he left the prison. He went right back to performing surgeries on people. And so Ahigo became the topic of various magazine and newspaper articles and books. In 1963, two researchers came to observe him, and they were impressed with his results. They were particularly taken back by how quick Ahigo seemed to be able to see what was wrong with a patient. For example, after a study of 518 cases, they found that in 95% of Ahigo's instant diagnoses, they would match that of the medical doctors who the patients had previously seen. In Brazil, both uh, Zaya Higo and also the mysterious Dr. Fritz became well known as healers of, it was said, tens of thousands in the country, some claim even millions. So, could this really have happened? Well, there genuinely are multiple witnesses who claimed that it did, some of high social standing. But skeptics like Martin Gardner claimed that Fuller's book on Ahigo was just too reliant on anecdotes. But interestingly, Fuller responded and he published his response to Gardner and offered detailed rebuttals of his claim, pointing to how many doctors and scientists had observed Ahigo in action and all the different people who were living and claimed that he was the real thing. For other skeptics, like Joe Nickel, Ahigo may well have healed people in their opinion, but they put it down to the placebo effect. And the famous magician and paranormal debunker James Randi simply said that Ahigo's operations were really just ordinary operations, if a little unorthodox. Still, though, he was an enigma. And despite the controversies, Ahigo seemed to have dedicated his life to this work. He even dreamed of building a hospital in Congonhas de Campo where patients could stay and investigators could regularly study his work and techniques. But then something rather ominous began. By late 1970, Ahigo said he was starting to get new visions. He was seeing a black crucifix. He'd seen this before in relation to other people he knew who had died soon after. And now Ahigo was wondering if this time the black crucifix may be for him. He discovered it was. Because on the 11th of January 1971, very soon after, Ahigo was driving. When it started to rain heavily. And on that day, his car suddenly veered into the path of an oncoming car. And when medics pulled him out of the crash, they discovered that he'd had a heart attack. He died, aged 52. And then word got out and he was mourned across Brazil and the unqualified country bumpkin was hailed as a great yet mysterious medical man. But just because Ahigo was dead didn't seem to stop Dr. Fritz. Rumours surfaced in 1980 that the spirit of the German doctor had began to appear to another man in Brazil. This time it was an actual medical professional called Dr. Edson de Quiros. He worked in the Brazilian city of Recife. 
Now, there's an intriguing book called Healing States by Alberto Villoldo and some other authors, and Villoldo describes his own meeting with Dr. Queros in 1983. He talked about how Queros was a very well-qualified professional. He practiced obstetrics and gynecology in his clinic, but for the rest of the week he was involved in this so-called spirit or psychic surgery. He told Villoldo this. After being in private practice as a medical doctor and surgeon for eight years, I began to work in this experimental and mediumistic work with the help of Dr. Adolf Fritz guiding and directing me. Quirrus even claimed to regularly consult nearly 1,000 medical doctors who once lived on Earth and who specialize in different branches of medical science. As wild as this is sounding, he invited Villoldo to come and witness his work, and so he and some other observers went down to the Spiritus Center. And just like a Higo, they found lines and lines of people from all walks of life, rich and poor, and some in the queue were medical doctors themselves. And Villoldo observed Dr. Quiros consulting with and then operating on some of the patients who would come in and lie on bloodstained cots for the procedure. And for some of them, the doctor would present himself as Dr. Fritz. For example, one woman came with a serious cataract in one eye. Dr. Quiros spoke with the voice of Dr. Fritz, saying that the problem with her eye was that a thin layer of cells had grown across her lens. Valoldo writes, To our horror, he then reached for a surgical clamp and deftly pincered the tissue that had grown over the lens of the eye. In less than three minutes, he had cut off the superfluous tissue without scratching the cornea and bandaged the woman's eye. We learned that the woman's vision improved significantly over the following weeks. I checked in with an optometrist called Mark Smith about this to see if that is as remarkable as it sounds. He said that this was probably not a cataract, but more like a, a semi-fibrous layer of cells which can grow over the eye. And he said that, yes, it's possible to peel away these fibers, but the patient would really need anesthesia. And also, quote, balls of steel, he said. Yet here, Queros was doing it quickly and successfully with a woman with no anesthesia and with no discomfort. Another woman was suffering from a badly deviated septum. That's a deformity within the nose that can lead to difficulty breathing as well as chronic sinusitis. Well, Dr. Fritz just attached a piece of cotton to a medical clamp and Valaldo noticed and pointed out that his hands were still splashed in the blood of the previous patient. Like Zaya Higo, the medical hygiene of it all just didn't seem relevant. And then Dr. Quiros just simply shoved this cotton up the woman's nose, about four and a half inches up, so deep that the observers could only see the base of the instrument. And then he started to twist it around up there, telling her to swallow over and over. And a number of medical doctors were watching this all happen, and they commented on just how challenging it is to push a surgical clamp into a nasal passage this deep without causing serious damage to the nose. And yet, despite this rather brutal action, the woman was completely calm, apart from, that is, a single tear running down her face. Eventually, Dr. Quiroz, as Dr. Fritz, pulled the cotton out and it was soaked with blood, but despite the serious procedure, the woman said she felt very good and that she felt no pain. She said it was like being under an anesthetic and said, quote, I was so tuned to God that I did not feel anything. One of the most dramatic procedures that day was a housewife who was suffering from breast cancer. 
she was already scheduled for a mastectomy. The infected breast was set to be removed. But Dr. Fritz decided to operate on her there and then, in view of the witnesses who were only two feet away. He asked her to remove her blouse and to cover herself with a towel, and then he took a scalpel in his right hand and made a deep incision in her right breast, and he reached in to grasp the breast's inner tissue, which somehow did not cause much bleeding. And then, with his index finger and thumb, he reached deeper into the coat and was able to tug something out. Something about the size of a golf ball. He handed it to a pathologist who was present, who would analyze it in a laboratory. And the results came back, and it was indeed a cancerous tumor. This all took a mere six minutes to carry out. Valdo wrote that of all the patients they observed that day, this was the only one to appear in discomfort, though she was remarkably able to stand it. They even measured her pulse rate during the procedure and said she was amazingly calm. They said that the doctor was leisurely about sealing the incision afterwards. He didn't even give her stitches. He just bandaged it and told her it would heal in time. They interviewed her 30 minutes afterwards for the book, and she said that she felt little more than a tickling sensation. And these observing doctors followed up the case for two years afterwards and found that she was cancer-free and in good health since the procedure. So, the case of Zaya Higo and Dr. Queros, what do we make of it? Well, we can certainly say that it played an important role in convincing some that so-called spirit surgery exists. For some, they say this is a genuine spirit that guides the surgeon's hands. But for others, it's more like the faith of the patient, whether it's in the form of a religion or a basic placebo. And for skeptics, of course, it's a series of stories and anecdotes that evolve into legend. But for believers, the evidence is compelling in the different eyewitness accounts. And they point to the methods and techniques of Ahigo and Queros. Remember, they claimed that Dr. Fritz was operating through them. So why would Fritz do so without the proper attention to hygiene, for example? Well, Ahigo would remind people that Fritz was supposedly an army surgeon. When healing people in the battlefield, speed is vital, and there is a lack of anesthetics or hygiene. What do you make of it? Well, I'm Peter Laws, and I'll leave it to you to decide what might have been going on with the Zayhigo story, but for now it remains just another example of our curious past. Goodbye. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.